Hello, ladies and gentlemen. I'm your host, Patrick, and welcome back to another episode of Not Adding Up. week is another familiar voice. We have Tristan for another episode. Hey guys, I'm super happy to be back. Are you excited to get into this case? I know we talked this morning and you said you had looked into this in the past and you were like, oh my gosh, you got the right person for this one. Yes, whenever I was younger, I used to like watch YouTube conspiracy videos about like everything that happened there is like, a lot yeah on youtube about this and like i was a little kid so like it just really opened my eyes to like how scary the world can be mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and for those of you who don't know today's case is the case of kanika jenkins a very well-known case in the true crime world but before we get into the case i wanted to do some housekeeping if you will I wanted to let everybody know that I have stickers coming soon. I have four different styles coming in, so that's exciting. And you can be looking forward to that soon. I will be releasing some bonus episodes to the Patreon within the next few weeks. I have Patreon tiers ranging from 2 to $7, so you guys can go check those out whenever you get a chance. And I'm definitely going to make a theory episode on the Jameson case. I feel like there's a lot more to discuss. And I just want to make it another episode. I'll probably put it on the Patreon. Patreon. But I feel like there is more to discuss with that case. So I think I will go back and uh, do a little update and talk about some more theories. And last but not least, I wanted to give a quick shout out to some of my new podcast besties, Brad and Denise at World True Crime. Their show is so interesting and their commentary is just great. Not to mention they were extremely welcoming to me when I was just getting started in the podcast community and have given me some great advice. So if you are a true crime lover, definitely check them out. They have become one of my new favorites and I know that a lot of people probably just listen to the bigger podcasts and might just be listening to mine because they know me, but if you are the one of those people that just listens to like Crime Junkie, Morbid, like the really big ones, definitely check out some more indie podcasts because they're really good and you might find a new favorite. So as I already said, today's case is Kanika Jenkins. So if you are a true crime person, you have to know this case. Like it has gone extremely viral and there are countless theories. So if you have heard the story, you can use the beginning of this episode as like a quick refresher, as I'm sure you're going to do, Tristan. Mm-hmm. And if you haven't heard the story, get ready. This case is very sad and involves a young woman losing her life in a way that could have been prevented. Prevented in more ways than one. It seems this was the perfect storm of bad things happening and just like weird things happening. Kanika Jenkins was born on May 27, 1998, in Chicago, Illinois. Some articles say she was 18 and some say she was 19, but one article specified like her full birthday. So I'm going to go with that and say she was 19 at the time of the incident. Hmm. 
She was an intelligent young woman described as having a good head on her shoulders and as having her priorities straight. Kinika was her mother's caretaker, as her mother Teresa was battling with cancer. I didn't know that. Kinika was an absolutely stunning young woman, and she has a eye-catching smile. Mm-hmm. I remember, like, I can literally, like, close my eyes and, like, see a picture of her right now. Just from, like, years ago. It's crazy. Years ago. So, it was September 8th. 2017, Kanika and her friends had plans to go out. She told her mother that she was going bowling and then they were going to go to a movie and they were celebrating her getting a new job. But that was not the actual plan as most of us did when we were 18. We told our parents we were doing something <laughs> and we were doing something else. Um, she left the house around 11 p.m. and said goodbye to her mother for the last time. So, Kanika and her friends did not go bowling that night. Instead, they went to a party on the ninth floor of the Crown Plaza Hotel in Rosemont, Illinois. Room two, mm, room nine, two, six. They arrived at the hotel around 1 a.m., and the group of girls can be seen walking down the hallway. None of them seemed to be disoriented at this time. The girls were posting on their social medias and it was very clear that they were unhappy once they got to the party or some of them with the unwanted male attention that they were getting. They shot down advances, but I'm sure you all know how that is. I'm a man, so I don't, but... (laughs) Yeah. So the party seemed pretty typical. Drinking, loud music. Some reports of smoking. I found one article that said that she smoked, but there's nothing to sustain that at all. Like, we'll get into that. I'm just like, why you gotta, why you gotta say that? Yeah. You know? Like, mm-mm. don't add things that aren't there to somebody, yeah. especially after they've passed away in such a way. Pissed me off a little bit. Around 3 a.m., Kanika and her group of friends were going to leave this party at the Crown Plaza Hotel. And on the way out, Kanika realizes that she forgot her stuff in the room. Like, her keys, her phone, like, the whole shebang. Oh. So, like, any sane people, like, any sane group of friends, yeah, all of her friends left her alone and went back to look for them. Wait, what? Like, left her alone where? Just in the middle of the hotel. Maybe in the lobby, maybe in the hallway. And went to go look for her things? To go get her things that she forgot. I have so... I have so many issues with this. <laughs> I have so many issues with this, but I'm going to save this. We're going to we're, we're going to talk about this. Like that's all we need to know is that all of her friends left her. Yeah. All of her friends left her to go get her belongings. Like, why wouldn't she go with you? First of all, if they're yeah. her belongings, in the very least, or why wouldn't you leave at least one person with her? Yeah. Why would you leave her alone? Like, like that's like. Code number one. That's Especially with, like, a girl group coming exactly. from, like, a girl group of, like, forever. You do not leave anyone alone. I have that in my notes later. I'm like, like I know damn well you would never leave Abby or Kaylee no, alone. No, no, no. I'm, like... Even if they were intoxicated. I get so protective, especially if I'm intoxicated when I'm out. doesn't matter. Like, if I see... If they give me a look, I'm like, like, let's go. Like, we're out. I don't care. Like... 
Oh, I don't... Oh, no. <laughs> so they find her things, and they come back, and she was gone. So then they begin searching the hotel and found nothing. And between 4 and 4.30... So the times are a little... We're going to get into it, but the times are a little, like, sketch... Not sketchy, but there's diff Articles say different times for different things happening in this evening. And it, time is a really important thing for what happens. So it does make it does make a difference, but we really, I don't know to be certain. Mm -hmm. But between 4 and 4.30, they called Teresa, Kanika's mother. When they learned that she didn't go home, because they were just going to check that, like, did she come home a different way? Yeah. They went to get Teresa and she began to look like her mother was suspicious about the story from the very beginning. She says it was obvious they were intoxicated whenever she got... I, I think they picked her up. Because they had... Kanika had her mother's car. And that's what she drove that night. Okay. So that's why they called her... I mean, maybe they would have called her mom either way, but they were like, we need to... That, that's why they went to get her, her mom, because her mom had no other way to get there. I mean, I wonder why they wouldn't go to the car... I'm like, sure they did to, when they looked for her, but she wasn't at the car. Oh, and then they, okay, and then that's why they, well, maybe that's, okay, never mind. <laughs> You're fine. So, like I said, the articles are a little wishy-washy with the time. So, it's between 2, 2 a.m. and 4 a.m. that they go to get Teresa. One article from Beam Legal Team, who would later represent Teresa in court, said she began requesting CCTV footage from the hotel at as early as 2.30 a.m., which doesn't line up with any of the other articles, but that is at least out there in one article, and it was a legal team's mm -hmm. website. Another article from Essence Media said she tried to obtain the CCTV footage at 5 a.m., so that's a big gap there. While this may seem like painstaking and meaningless details, acting faster in this case could have saved Kanika's life. That's true. So whenever Kanika's mother, Teresa, asked the hotel for the, CCTV, for the CCTV footage, they said they were not able to review it, and she would have to get the police to do it. So the next day, she filed a missing persons report, and the investigation began. But it wasn't, like, right away. She tried to do it, like, probably at, like, 6... Well, it was pretty close. It was, she tried to do it, like, early in the morning, like, 6 a.m. They're like, mm -hmm. let's give it some time. But by 1 p.m. the next day, the police were, like, actively investigating, which I think is a pretty quick response because she was 18 so like yeah an 18 year old who got drunk the night before like if they're gonna look into it still the same day you know it's easy for police just to be like well she was drunk yeah that's very and true give her a few weak days and she'll or she's with a friend you know what i mean they can make they always make assumptions in a lot of cases not always but in a lot of cases we've seen that mm -hmm. so like i said the investigation began around 1 p.m on september 9th the hotel staff claimed that they looked at the security footage and didn't see anything. So police searched the hotel and the surrounding areas, but came up with nothing. So after searching the hotel, they decided to review the footage. Like, after the hotel. Because they were like, okay, well, we're just going to double check just in case. Yeah. And around 10 p.m., they found something the hotel staff just must have missed. And I, I'm sure you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Those <laughs> videos are, like, ingrained into my mind. Kanika can be seen stumbling through the hallways around 3.20 a.m. 
which doesn't like that's what makes it questionable that it says she was calling 911 at 2 30 a.m in that one article uh-huh like she was still stumbling around like i don't i don't know that doesn't make sense i think it's the legal team trying to make it seem like the hotel was being more negligent than they were because if if it was at 2 30 a.m and the, uh, just like more time you know what i mean like yeah Kanika is clearly disoriented in these videos. Very, very, very much so. She is running into the wall. She almost falls over a hand railing on a flight of steps and goes into the men's restroom at one point. Oh, really? I didn't know that. The last known footage shows her walking in, walking through the kitchen. And this kitchen was towards the bottom of the hotel. It was not being used actively. And I think they were doing renovations on it. It was still being used to store some items. And Kanika walks back through this kitchen towards this double cooler slash freezer. And in the front, it's like one of those ones where in the front it's industrial. If you've ever worked with food, I'm sure you've dealt with one. The front is a cooler and the back is a deep freezer. The freezer gets as cold as eight degrees. Wow. So police find this footage and they start reviewing it and they kind of track her to that location and at 1 a.m. on September 10th Kanika's body was found in the freezer quick trigger warning we're gonna get into the description of how her body was found she was found lying on the floor her hair was messy and she had one of her shoes off she was wearing ripped jeans which was like she was wearing those so it doesn't necessarily indicate the struggle her jeans Mm -hmm. a crop top jean jacket, and a white bra. The shirt beneath her jacket had been pulled up and it was exposing her breasts, and she was frozen solid. After they found the body, there was no foul play suspected initially. Really? Like... I mean, you have to think they saw that footage of her stumbling, like, clearly clearly disoriented i know but like that door the freezer door yeah i i think i remember seeing videos of this door i mean don't you remember the market like did you never go in the freezer yeah, at the market? of course I, the back and, freezer yeah i don't think it could be like that heavy like i don't know i don't think that the door i think there's a lot that's sketchy about this case and we're going to get into it. But I think she very well could have gone into the freezer. She could have. I'm also like, why is she alone? That's my biggest thing. That's my like, biggest thing. But where are get, all her friends? We're going to get to the theories. So there was a toxicology report done. And she had a blood alcohol level of 0 0.11, which is above legal limit. Far above legal limit. She also had a prescription drug in her system that her mother said she was not prescribed. Google tells me it is tapiramate. That, that, that sounds right, yeah. Just a, I kept going back, everybody. Tapiramate. Tapiramate, okay. Google was frequently wrong. So, but <laughs> <laughs> that was my quick fact check. So this drug, tapiramate, is a drug commonly used for epilepsy or to help prevent migraines. It can also be used to help lose weight and control muscle spasms. 
and interestingly enough, it is used to manage alcohol dependence. So it doesn't really, like, what is, does it have any, like, effects on you? Well, I'll get to that. So, this drug, Depyramate, here are some of the side effects that are associated with it. Numbness, burning, tingling in the hands, slowed reactions, nervousness, headache, drowsiness, weakness, uncontrollable shaking of the body, uncontrollable eye movements, weight loss, constipation, heartburn. Sounds like a party drug to me. Yeah. <laughs> what? It was also said not to be a date rate drug, but mm. I'm like, if it causes drowsiness, if it causes weakness, if it causes slowed reaction... Maybe yeah. it's not commonly used as a date rate drug, but, but it maybe, could be. Like maybe somebody who's prescribed it knows that it can be used. Yeah, They're, like they could they like know the effects that it had on them, so they were like, Oh yeah, this could probably help out in the situation. When you combine it with alcohol, it's yeah. even worse. It's even Because it, it, if it's used to treat alcohol dependence, typically drugs like that make it like they give you adverse side effects mm -hmm. whenever you consume alcohol to try to discourage it. And it is a little white pill. It's like a circle. It's like a little tiny little circle pill. And I don't, I'm like, I don't know if it looks like any recreational drugs. Like maybe she thought she was taking something else. I don't know. But that, that is a big mystery of this case that we will really never have a good answer to. So maybe she was already too drunk and took it and like wasn't thinking. Maybe so many things happened. We I don't mean, know. you said it helps with migraines. Maybe she just. But yeah, you're right. But it's a prescription drug. Yeah, I mean, maybe somebody there was just like, these help with my migraines, like everybody's drunk, you know? Yeah. Something like that could happen. So this is the end of the official information, really. And I can't say I really find too much fault with the police in this case, and I'll let you say how you feel. But if you entertain the theories surrounding it, there could have been a lot more happening that night, or maybe there wasn't. Maybe she was just very intoxicated and took a drug that she shouldn't have either willingly or maybe not willingly but I do wish they would have investigated a little more and not taking the easy way out because it kind of seems like they did but at least they didn't drag yeah. their feet in searching mm -hmm. for this 18 year old girl which we hear about a lot but the story they stick to is no foul play death from hypothermia with which was accelerated by the drugs in her system to make their story concrete, they confirmed the Jenkins case was closed on October 20th, 2017, and released very graphic pictures of how her body was found. Pictures we've oh all seen. Oh my goodness. You've not seen them? No, I don't think so. Oh. Yeah, there's, like, they're all, like, if you just search her name in Google, like, they're, like, it's, it's not even just selfies of her. It's, like, her, the, the pictures of her body. How are they allowed to do that? I don't think there's a law against it. I mean, it was a police. I know, but like, I, I don't know. They were trying I guess... to. They, I think it. There, it was their way of being blunt, and being like, "Look at this evidence. Like, clearly she was stumbling through. Clearly she was drunk. She had these drugs in her well, system." Well, how long did they really investigate if it was foul play or not? Like, I don't think they um, never thought it was foul play. But they shouldn't have just ruled it out. What was the reason to believe so? I mean, you said that there was new evidence of these men. Tristan, you're not allowed to do that. What? You're not allowed to mention shit we talked about before the podcast. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm like, we're going to get to that, okay? Because we're far from, we're far from the end. Like, we're, we're going to get into the theories. Oh, 
we're far from the end. <laughs> so even after these graphic images were released that now, okay, wait, 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 wait. I'm going to pull them up because I have them on my computer now because I've like, <laughs> I, I, I researched true crime. Okay. You got to have the evidence. This is part of the evidence. Oh, actually, I just have her CCTV footage pictures saved. Because I, I wasn't going to put that in any of my videos. Just Google her name. I am. So Teresa Martin never believed this story. What the police said? Uh, Yeah, this like the whole like official quote-unquote story. Okay. Yeah. Obviously, Teresa is pissed with the hotel, the police in this case, and everyone else involved with what happened that night. Uh, Yeah. Why is like the kitchen so accessible? So, yeah. Accessible. Mm -hmm. I actually texted one of my friends who's a manager at a hotel, and he said that they should be locked. Yeah, like that should. There's so many like, no. So her mom believes that she was murdered. She says that her family cannot handle their alcohol, and even if she had one drink, which is what her friends told her about that night, that Kanika only had one drink, that would be far too much for her. She is vivid with the hotel. She is livid with the hotel, who refused to initially review the footage, even lying, telling her that they couldn't review the footage when they clearly could. Yeah. She said if they showed her the tapes, that her daughter could have been found sooner and survived, which is very true. <gasps> she could have been. Oh, wow. That's so true. Because, if, if, like, we don't know how quickly she would have passed away. I looked into that. We'll Why did no it. one go into the... Why did no I one... see. I cuss all the time. Okay. Why did no one go into the fucking freezer or refrigerator in the morning in the kitchen? It wasn't like... being used. Oh, yeah. You but said we'll it get was... to that because there's something sketchy. There's <sighs> something sketchy. She also has doubts, like you pointed out, that she would have been able to open the freezer doors on her own. Yeah. Teresa would go on to file a $50 million lawsuit against the hotel claiming negligent behavior. She blamed the hotel for not doing anything to stop the party, which was causing noise complaints. The party was also paid for using a stolen credit card, placing potentially shady characters at this party. Oh, wow. Despite all these points and having thousands of supporters, both in person and over the internet, Teresa Martin's lawsuit was unsuccessful. That makes me really sad. This certainly did not stop the speculation. Yeah. So before we get into theories, I want to talk a little bit about hypothermia and blood alcohol content. So the freezer got to 8 degrees, like I said. And our body temperature is normally 98.6, but the body starts shutting down when it hits 95 degrees. And this is called the hypothermic state, and it is really dangerous. Alcohol is known to speed this up, and elevated alcohol and combination of alcohol and drugs can also cause hypothermia on their own, which I didn't know. Really? I didn't know that either. How quickly someone dies due to hypothermia is dependent on multiple factors. Scientists who study hypothermia have uncovered a uh, phenomenon known as paradoxal undressing, which is when people start to like remove their clothes when they're in a hypothermic state. Which Yeah, I've heard of that. So that explains why her clothes were kind of removed if it was not uh, malicious, not foul play. Yeah. All right, now let's talk about blood alcohol content. So, yes, we know her mom says that she was a lightweight, but let's just, like, break this down and talk about it for a minute. 
So I looked up some stuff about blood alcohol content, and the ClevelandMedicalCenter.org reports that a 0.10% blood alcohol content, the side effects at this state, at this stage, you may have include reduced reaction time, slurred speech, and slurred and slowed thinking. At point 0.15, you may experience an altered mood, nausea and vomiting, loss of balance, and some muscle control. Point 0.15. Mm-hmm. From point 0.15 to point 0.30, you may experience confusion, vomiting, drowsiness. From point 0.30 to point 0.40, you're likely to have alcohol poisoning, potentially life-threatening condition, experience loss of consciousness. Keep in mind, she was at point 0.11. So, reduced reaction time, slurred speech... And slowed thinking. Yeah. But that's without taking that the drug into account. But still, it just doesn't seem like her blood alcohol content was that high. Yeah, no. And of course, like, her mom can think she's a lightweight. But, like, she could have been drinking a lot more than her mom thought. Mm-hmm. Like, all teenagers have some secrets. <laughs> that's very true. I told my mom a lot, but there's some things she does not know. Same. There's a lot of things my mom doesn't know when she listens to this podcast. So she's probably like, oh gosh. But she also knows I don't tell her a lot of things because she's she doesn't want to know. Yeah, like, yeah like, that's how my mom is. She's like, I don't want to know it. Don't tell me. And I'm like, okay, I won't. <laughs> we tell them the important things. Yeah. Like, she, of course, they want to know if we're safe mm-hmm. always. Always, yes. We both are very close with our parents. Mm hmm. So while it is possible that she was extremely intoxicated after having one drink and even having a blood alcohol content of 0.11 was enough to fully incapacitate her, there's also the possibility that she drank a lot more than she led on to, and in that case, she shouldn't have been as disoriented as she was. If this was the case, the drug in her system was definitely the culprit of her intoxication which is probably either way but i just feel like it's interesting to break that down like if she didn't have that drug in her system she wouldn't have been she wouldn't have been as fucked up that's a i don't want to say that word but like she wouldn't have been as disoriented as she was yeah before we get into the theories that i've researched do you do you have a theory that you have or like is it has it been too long like do you want to give like what you think before i like refresh your memory of all the theories or like i mean like it's been forever since i really sat down and so yeah we'll just get into it yeah so one of the first theories is suspicion of her friends there was speculation that in some of the social media posts from that night you can hear Kanika yelling for help really but it doesn't really seem to have much hard evidence people have gone as far to suggest that they were that there were decoys for Kanika dressed like her with the same hairstyle and that they are actually the ones we see on CCTV footage and Kanika was placed in the freezer after she had been killed. Did they do any like further research on how she died or were they just like what do you mean the police like no, the police, the autopsy is what they have. The police said hypothermia, which was, I mean, that is her cause of death. There was no sign of a struggle. There was no sexual assault. There was, like, a lesion or, like, a cut on her foot, but, like, it could have been from, like, her, like, hypothermia, like, I, when she was trying to remove her clothes, like, it could have been a lot of things. Okay. And then, like we talked about already, some of the girls, including Kanika, were uncomfortable with the male attention. Mm-hmm. So that's another thing that kind of points up at their friends. Yeah. 
after the incident, one of her friends made a social media post. I think it was Facebook. And it's a long one. So get ready. Okay. Okay, so we are getting ready to get fucked up, right? But we need... She says a bad word that I don't want to say, referring to men. But she says, beep. We need beep at the party. And it was my 19th. So of course, a bitch was going to get smacked that night. But everything was going well until Bontarius brought up brought all them goddamn boys in the room and they asked us and they asked us was we thoughts and Kanika said hell nah that's not how I get down here and after that everything went left because I know I had brought the wrong crowd to my party and it was but we was just trying to turn up and who wouldn't have who would have expected all this to happen in one night but nobody was raping Kanika during my live video and I only went live to try to throw a hint if you don't understand my body language, you wouldn't understand. End quote. <laughs> Tristan's like... I'm like in shock. This was like before everything? This like, was No, this was after. Like after it came out? Because mm -hmm, this was when people were like, we can clearly hear Kanika yelling for help. And she's like, no, she, Kanika was never in danger. Did anyone say anything about raping her? That that was some of the speculation okay. you could hear. When I was you could... about to say, that'd be really weird if she was just like, no one was doing that. I'd be like, um... Who said that? Whenever they uh, said that she was screaming for help, that's what they were speculating was happening. Okay, okay. That's really weird. My biggest question about that is, like, was she saying smacked as in, like, physically smacked, or was she saying smacked as in, like, fucked up? Because <laughs> I'm like, if she's saying it's my 19th birthday, of course some bitch is going to get smacked. I'm like, um, drunk? Yeah, I can see it. I'm <laughs> but, pretty like, sure. She meant drunk. I'm pretty sure she meant drunk. Yeah. That's usually, like, what mm -hmm. happens. You know, you're like, I'm gonna go get smacked tonight. That's very interesting. Like, especially as a friend. But, yeah, the internet was, like, attacking these people, I'm sure. Which, like, I At have some... At that point, I, have... I would literally just delete social media. Like, they're random people on the internet. Why do you have to defend yourself if... I don't know though, but like this is like this. You have to think about how viral this was, yeah. and the fact that these girls look like killers to some people. So like people yeah. would. Go... I mean, you shouldn't leave your friends alone. Mm -hmm. Why would you leave your friend alone? Yeah, my next note is I cannot imagine you leaving me, Kaylee or Abby, if we were that drunk. Like no, not any, at all. What any sane group of friends would have done is a stay together, or b use the buddy system. Yeah, like there's a reason that girls go to the bathroom together especially at bars like and if one of us gets left alone i literally will go back and check within like 10 minutes not joking i had to do this like recently and like make sure that everything's good and like the vibes are good and i have no problem doing that because i want to make sure that my friends are okay and like because you care about your friends yeah like no matter what like even if they don't have like foul play like they were shitty friends mm -hmm. shitty 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 friends like it was i literally that situation i was talking about like going back and checking on someone every now and then it was literally like a new friend that i had just met and like she was new i was still like i'm gonna check on you just because like mm -hmm. you ha like you know you gotta care for people you gotta make sure that everyone's okay it's a scary world <laughs> really
Do you hate the sound of your alarm clock? That daily reminder that it's time to get out of your warm and cozy bed and take on your event-filled day. Do you find yourself hitting the snooze button too many times? Or relating to memes on Facebook about leaving for work five minutes after you were supposed to clock in and hoping to still be on time? Well, then I have the product for you. Early Bird Morning Cocktail has completely changed how I see my early mornings. Their morning cocktail is a powdered drink mix that you make every night before bed in their handy-dandy insulated shaker. After making your cocktail, just leave it on your nightstand for the next morning. What I personally recommend is setting your alarm for 15 to 20 minutes before you actually want to get up. When it goes off, drink your cocktail and go back to bed. When your next alarm goes off, you will be hardwired and ready to get shit done. But wait, aren't energy drinks like super bad for you? Well, Early Bird is not just an energy drink. It's a specifically crafted dietary supplement with added electrolytes and mood-boosting nootropics. Their energy blend consists of organic green coffee caffeine, blueberry, broccoli, tart cherry, and green tea extract as well as additional ingredients that are all easy to pronounce and understand. So if waking up in the morning is something that you struggle to do, go to cluburlybird.com today and try Early Bird Morning Cocktail. Use code NOTADDINGUP10 for 10% off your order and start kicking the alarm clock's ass today. That's NOTADDINGUP10 for 10% off your order at cluburlybird.com. So the next theory is that it was a hotel cover-up. Some people believe that she was lured into the freezer by someone and locked in, suggesting that she was killed off camera, but in a garbage bag, and dumped in the freezer to make it look like she went on her own. There is footage of an employee with a suspiciously large garbage bag around the time of the incident, but I'm not positive as to which camera it was on or if it was even in the same kitchen area. It was just from the hotel. Okay. So, you know, people are going to speculate when they get there online. Yeah. People point out that this is weird, that he was taking out the trash early, but it, this is also a 24-hour hotel. But it also, like, the fact that it's a 24-hour hotel makes it seem a little weird that all of the CCTV footage is so empty other than Kanika and her friends. Like, nobody's in the hallways, and it's like, it's a hotel in, like, the Chicago area. Huh. Yeah, that is a little weird. Like, where it was a party, too. Like, where are all the people that are leaving? Well, there was footage of people leaving. Okay. But, like, around the time they're walking around, it's, like, staff, question mark, like, anybody, question mark, Mm -hmm. like, security, like, maybe. Because I I have walked around hotels and it's been empty, but, like, I I don't know. I feel like usually when I go in a hotel, it's very empty. Like, especially, like, once you leave the lobby area. Okay, you're right. And, like, walking in the hallways, I, I swear I hardly ever see people and if it's people it's people staying like you're right you're right at the hotel but every once in a while you see the like little maid yeah the, yeah the the, but like it's every once in a while and it's usually just the cart in the hallway and the maid cleaning the room <laughs> you're right you're right housekeeper How? not maid i don't know what's i hope that wasn't like listen i love cleaning i'm i'm cleaning my 
No, I was just saying, I don't know if maid is, like, offensive. Yeah, I know. I know. I know. Um, Listen, I'm a housekeeper maid right now, too, so there's no offense No shame, anywhere. girl. I'm yeah. out here with you. I love Boy, it. man, whoever you are. <laughs> Ain't no gender associated with the job. This is the 21st century. Fuck gender norms. Another piece of evidence to point to this theory of her in the trash bag is that there is a small piece of trash bag found on her fingernail. And you can see this in the photos. Oh. Huh. Okay. Now I'm like, okay, it's not so weird that people have speculated that then. What? That's weird. Why? She was literally at a party. Why would she have... And, like, even if, like, why would there be trash bags in the freezer? Like, why would... Like, if she was just Like, was it, like, a black trash bag? Mm -hmm. Okay, working... She had had white nails. Like, uh, her nails were done, and they were white, so they were, like, bigger nails, and it's very clear. I mean, there is possibility that it's something else, but it looks like a trash bag. I mean, working in the food industry, I've never seen a black bag of anything. Like, it's usually clear or white, like, except for, like, a trash bag. unsanitary as fuck. Yeah. Like, I don't care what you're keeping in it. I don't care if it's a clean trash bag. It's just not, mm -mm. Mm -mm. mm-mm. Mm-mm. Yeah. Does not seem right. Mm -mm. (laughs) No, thank you. People say the hotel might have had motive to cover up whatever happened to her because the party was being purchased using the stolen credit card. Underage drinking was happening at the party because she was 19 years old. Some people say 18 for some reason. I don't know why that's a thing. And illegal drugs were being used there. Because there is some videos of people smoking. But, like, her toxicology, like, like, that's that's why I was pissed like, off about the... People said that she was smoking weed. There was one article that said she was smoking weed. I'm like... They performed a toxicology report that is in every fucking article, and there is no marijuana in her system. You don't huh. think the police would have fucking said that she yeah. smoked marijuana? They would have. They would have said that. Like, I just, that pisses, it just pissed me off so much, because I'm like, why the fuck are you saying that, like, this young black girl who went to a party would smoke marijuana without having any reason to do so? Maybe, the, with, like, the bare minimum reason to do so is, like, being in a video with other people smoking marijuana. But the fucking toxicology reports are out. Do your fucking research. Yeah. Bare minimum. Pisses me off. Don't speak on somebody's name like that. Mm-hmm. That's very true. Don't just assume shit either. Yeah, like, that's exactly what that's exactly what I took that as, is you're assuming because she's a young black woman at a party that she was obviously smoking weed if she was like, intoxicated. Just because she's in a video does not mean that she's also partaking in smoking. Like... And in the report, like, there's literally, like, literally nothing in her system. They the professional was honey. Yeah. Like, we got a, like, a... Mm. And they had got a noise complaint about the party and didn't stop it. So, like, there's, like, they could have... There's multiple things that could have happened this night that prevent what happened, like, Kanika from passing away in that freezer. The, the hotel's hands have blood on them. The hotel not giving out the... CCTV footage yeah like that's so jail put him in jail that's especially like a mother being like hey like i'm concerned right now can you please like all i'm asking for is literally to sit there and watch a hallway of nothingness until someone pops up on the screen like how is that so difficult to give to a mom who's worried because her daughter's not answering like there's no communication like i and okay so this is kind of a funny connection not funny but like ironic so 
I thought somebody stole a lighter from my store the other day and I like it was like right after they left that I had the suspicion so I like hopped on the cameras right away and like looking through at least like five minutes of CCTV footage is fucking painstaking it yeah is. so I'm like I can understand them not wanting to do it but that's laziness and I know damn well this mother who was just woken up she probably looked like she, she was probably in her nightgown mm-hmm. like had her hair rollers yeah. whatever she was doing whatever her night routine was cucumbers on the eyes yeah. I don't know what she was doing but she <laughs> got out of bed and came to that hotel and I'm sure she was frantic as hell and I'm sure you could tell this woman was genuine and that she was concerned and worried, for her daughter yeah like Especially and if when, you didn't want to do it, I'm sure that that mother would have been happily sitting there and watching it. Or like, I'm sure that, it, like... I'm, and if I, anything, all you needed to do was just sit in a chair and watch this mom watch the footage. If you really didn't want to do it that bad and you, didn't, and you couldn't leave her alone, all you had to do was just sit in a chair and be there. My opinion is it definitely has to be somebody high up in the hotel because you well, can't tell me... That nobody in that Wrong hotel for that. is going to have the, like, humanity. Like, none of the workers, none, none of them are going to have the humanity to do that. I'm literally, like, if if I was put in that situation, I would fight that. I would literally be like, why? Like, no one ever wants that. What are they going to see? Like, I will literally sit there. Like I said, I will sit oh, there and the watch her. Yeah, as I the employee. Like, Teresa did fight it with her $50 million lawsuit. Like... <laughs> I mean, obviously, the people in the hotel are very rude. I'm <laughs> just like, I'm... <laughs> oh my gosh, I wish you guys could have seen that. Tristan just, like, fixed her sweater, and she was like, obviously. Like, tuck, tuck, tuck. <laughs> I just, the people like, in the hotel are very rude. I don't want to, like, you know, speak on names. I do. <laughs> Fuck the Crown Royal Hotel. Wait, okay, Crown yeah. Royal. Crown Royal. That's not what their name is. Let me go back. Crown Plaza, Crown, Crown, shitty ass, Crown. Why can't I find that? Damn. Weird. Crown Plaza, not Crown Royal. Crown Plaza, fuck you and your workers on September 8th to September 9th who are working the front desk and refuse Teresa Martin. Y'all obviously don't have hearts. Y'all obviously don't have hearts. I don't have a kid. Tristan doesn't have a kid. It doesn't take somebody who has a kid to see a mother who cares about her child desperate you have a mother all you gotta do is just sit there and think about your own mom like if you ever go missing and what if someone (laughs) refused you like no and if you don't have a relationship with your mother you probably at least know one person who has have a has or have a loved one that would do the same that would yeah that would do the same that would show up and be like please like i am very worried absolutely and there's another theory that has to do with the hotel that there was video tampering. But, like, that one, I'm like... So, like, this one was, like, there was somebody following her the entire time. And they edited him out of the video. Which I'm like, Whew, that would be... That would take some time. And that would also yeah. kind of have to involve the police. Because the police got the footage, like, less than 24 hours after. Mm-hmm. So, like, they would have had to, like, do that quickly. Which, I mean, could explain why they weren't giving the footage. But I still... I don't know. I don't know. That's a good point to bring up. That's <laughs> This would explain why they refused to show the tapes to her mother. Yeah. Why the fuck didn't you lock your kitchen? I'm like... Yeah, that's another big thing. Even if it wasn't in, like, use, 
Especially if it's Especially not used. Especially if it's not used. Why <laughs> would you lock it? Like You're right. That is not something you just leave open. Knives. 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 A little a crazy person <laughs> could walk. Red rum. I'm uh, I'm angry. Wasn't that in a hotel? I've never seen that movie. What? The Shining? Red Rum? Isn't that the Shining? Oh my god. Everyone's I, gonna be there. I... Yeah, it's a hotel. It's a it's been a I'm long gonna time. I'm get so shit on for that. It's been a long time since I've seen it, but yeah, it's definitely a hotel. Because they have elevators and then like the long hallways and shit. So as I was looking through the clips of all the CT all the CCTV footage of her walking around, walking through, I found something that was posted in 2022, and it was, like, on YouTube as, like, all caps, new evidence, new clips, new new footage, and it showed her friends, that footage that I looked familiar, and it had her friends with it, but this was different footage, and it showed a few men with her as well, walking. And with it, Kanika? With Kanika and her friends. Not just Kanika. She wasn't alone, but she was with her friends. Oh my gosh. But there is With her one. friends, finally. Oh my god. With the, this was before. This seems like they weren't intoxicated, the video. Okay. There's also a still image of Kanika seemingly alone with the men. And I'm going to find this and show it to you. I think the reason I don't listen to, like, true crime... I not really don't listen. I... Well, yeah, I usually do, yeah, you like, this in the first episode. I usually do, like, solved cases because, like, I just can't stand the thought of someone not getting justice and, like, just all the little things that they could have done that would have just made this case a little bit more, more questions answered or something like that. I just, I can't handle it. I get so, like amped up about it here it is okay can you get in the bottom with them you see yeah with the boots that guy white boots yes yes yes, yes. wow they don't seem intoxicated or anything like you think like this was whenever they like were first arriving the videos yes but that picture is not from the videos okay hmm Maybe, like, that's... It's just weird that the, the, the men aren't talked about in any of the articles. Yeah. Or, like, literally said until years later. Hotel is sketchy. Another theory that I won't spend too much time on is that she was the victim of black market organ sales. Around the time of the incident, Selena Gomez received a new kidney in Chicago, and it is speculated that she purchased it, perhaps from the murderer of Kanika. However, there is a named donor and, like, autopsy, question mark? I'm pretty sure that the person that she got her... Is there a cat trying to fucking get in? Yes. Let him in. Let him in? I'm pretty sure that the woman who gave Selena Gomez her kidney was, like, her best friend. Because, like, I love Selena Gomez, and, like... Do you remember that? Yeah, and, like, I, I kind of keep up with her and stuff like that, and I remember it was... She had some... She literally had to have something given to her. Yeah, it was a kidney from her best friend. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. So, what? That's... I don't know if it was her best friend, but they were friends. Like, yeah. there's pictures of them in the hospital, but together. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know about that one. But what do you think? Like, what is your... 
What is your... I, I don't have a conclusion. You're stumped. Like, I am. I've always been stumped from the moment I've heard this case. I've always been, like... What I've heard, like, the most... Like, well, what I heard whenever I first listened to this case was, like, her... She might be a part of, like, blackmail... Not blackmail. Black market. Yeah, the black market, like, Oregon stuff. There's so many things that it could have been. And I don't understand how, like, a drunk person, or not even, like, that drunk, but, like, you know, the pharmaceutical or whatever could have messed her up a little bit more, but I don't understand how she couldn't have opened the door. And, or why she would have gone in there in the first place. Yeah, like, why would she go in and not be able to get out? Yeah. And usually, like, at least at the kitchens I've worked at, the doors haven't closed fully all the way unless you push it closed. You know what I mean? Like, they don't automatically close behind you. Like, you have to, like, pull it closed. Yeah, okay, you're right. You're absolutely right. So, it, like, takes some force to close it as yeah. to open it. But sometimes it's, like, the suction. Like, if you leave it, like, cracked, I think eventually it might pull closed because of the fan. I don't but know. The but kitchen, that's a heavy door. But the kitchen wasn't in use. There wasn't any airflow or anything. It was being used to store food. Yeah, but... So it was still on, clearly, if it froze or... Yeah, that's true. But still, like... So my biggest issue... Uh, I don't know. I can't even say I have a biggest issue. I have two I have so many large issues. <laughs> one is with the friends for leaving her. Yeah, I cannot believe that. I don't necessarily think that they had anything to do with her death, but I think that they could have prevented it. Do better. That's all I have to say. Have, period. <laughs> like, period. It all is all female s- friends. This is a message. If you're okay, if you're a friend, I don't give a fuck. Yeah. If you're a female, if you're a friend, no. Listen, m- males in the world, take care of your bros when you go out. Like, you need to. Do not make. Do not let anyone make you feel any type of way about it. Like, y'all need to make sure that everyone's safe, everyone's good to go, Take everyone gets home safe. of your friends when Max. you go out and drink. Please be or safe. even if you know that they're going out, like, if... In any way, just be like, you know, be safe. Just remind them if you can. Just, like, you know, text them, be safe, have a good time. So, yeah, that's my first issue. <sighs> I gotta take care of your friends, friends, man. My second issue is definitely with the hotel in this case. The fact that they wouldn't give her the CCD footage. The fact that they lied to her about it. They refused to be any sort of help until the police literally forced them to. They claimed that they, she wasn't on the footage. And I also forgot to say yeah. this part. Another thing is, in the lawsuit website, the legal team... They claimed that there was an employee that went into the freezer at 10 p.m. before she was found and didn't see her. Oh, Hazel? You have something to say? Is that what you think? Yeah. See, even she's upset. Like, she's like, this is whack. Hazel's not having it. Mm-mm. But yeah, apparent, but I, like I said, the other thing from that legal website was kind of like 2.30 a.m. doesn't seem like it makes sense. And they didn't win the, they did they didn't win in court but i still have a huge issue with the police i I mean with the hotel in this case i think my biggest issue is with the hotel because like Mm -hmm. same 
like I have an issue with the friends, but I also have sympathy for them because like they did lose their friend, but like like you said, do better. And yeah. you wouldn't have lost your friend. It's that simple. It's yeah. literally that simple. If if it was just her being drunk and stumbling into the freezer, do fucking better and your friend would be alive. Literally, I anytime I see my friends getting to the point where they're stumbling, my arm is around them. I'm making sure one, they don't fall and two, they don't go anywhere where I don't know, someone else could literally just snatch them up and take them. Like, there's so many things that could happen. Hazel. Okay, I'm going to have to kick her out because she's being loud. Naughty. Oh, she stopped. Naughty. But yes, this is the this is the suspicious and tragic and infuriating case of Kanika Jenkins. And my heart goes out to Teresa Morton and my heart goes out to all of her loved ones for the fact that there really is no resolution in this case and only frustration. I can't imagine. I can't either. I say that like at least twice an episode, but I really can't imagine. Like, it, and you never prepare for these things, but it happens to everybody. It like. You just never know. Mm-hmm. And it is so devastating, imagine. Her funeral brought more than a thousand uh, people to attend. So that makes my heart happy. I'm gonna cry. <laughs> she was such a beautiful young woman. Oh. And it really seems like she was loved by a lot of people, even if the friends that she went out with that night were not the best of friends to her. Mm-hmm. So rest easy, Kanika. Your story will live on, and we will not forget the injustice that was done to you. Never. I, I will probably carry this the rest of my life like years later I immediately knew what case we were doing and I was I don't want to say like excited but I was ready to talk about it yeah I was ready to talk about it because I really was never able to and I had so many feelings towards this case because it is just so crazy and a lot of things could have helped her out if people were more cooperative sorry if you heard that now the cats are fighting we let the cats in the last like 15 minutes and i like kind of just like gave up on them being at the door and it's been a lot hazel's had a moment she's been making noise as i say with the ending of most of my episodes i would love to hear what you guys think about this case and your theories so let me know my instagram is at podcast nau and my Twitter is also at podcast NAU. I'm also on TikTok, not adding up, and Facebook, not adding up. So definitely connect with me and tell me how you feel about the Kanika Jenkins case. Also, before I end this episode, I want to thank my co-host, Tristan, for coming on again. Thank you again for being on another episode. Sorry. (laughs) No, you're fine. Of course. Thank you for having me. I was waiting for the call for you to be like, come back. (laughs) It's easy because, like, Tristan's one of my besties, and Abby was on a lot of episodes, and she was one of my besties. Johnny's my roommate, so, like, I will have new co-hosts, I promise, but, like, I will have my my staple ones. I hope you guys also enjoy me being on as well. I'm sorry if, like, sometimes I'm quiet or, like, say something, like, yeah, or, like, like a lot, but I'm just, like, you know, trying to let Patrick talk. I say like all the time, and (laughs) the Kaya Taylor case was pretty popular, so... That makes me very happy. Thank you.
Thank you all my listeners for tuning in, and I hope you all tune in again soon for another case that just does not add up.